Hey there, friends and family of Verta Bremen. Welcome to the live Verta Bremen post-game show. It is chaos. This is the show by the fans, for the fans, and uh, looks like a really small crew today. So <laughs> we'll keep it tight and we'll get it over with because my Oilers are playing and they're on a winning streak right now. And that's a rarity in and of itself. So uh, if you are new to the show, we do host this every single Sunday after the league matches are done on the Podbean app. If you get the app, you can join us when we go live, enter the chat room. Uh, last week, we had a call-in show that might have been fun. I'm not entirely sure if it was all that beneficial. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe it is because you're <laughs> Christian's back from holidays and everybody just fucked off. Hey, Salty, welcome to the program. So Salty's joining us as we're live. And uh, yes, he did hear that correctly. Christian was gone for two weeks um, out doing all manner of, I'm sure, legal things. Uh, I think he was supposed to be back, you know, last week already, but they had him detained. Uh, I'm assuming one of the nicer cells uh, might have had a window, but he he is he is back in the great state of Canada. Uh, for those of you uh, in America you're, and don't know your geography, that is the, the, the farthest northern state, just, uh, I think, just above Idaho or somewhere. <laughs> That's right. America's top hat. Yeehaw. <laughs> and we welcome King Ian and Juan is joining us. Uh, don't be uh, don't be fooled by that, Christian. He is going on in disguise as Sooner Verter. So we had this problem last time. <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah i like it i like it a lot just all manner of stern shit yeah. <laughs> juan is probably one of the best trollers we've got on the on the on the team <laughs> yeah he's top tier you he really is top tier <laughs> if uh, if it's not your style to join us when we're live you can always reach out to us on twitter uh, christian is at svwomytfc myself at not easy green and you can follow the north america Verter fan group um or send larger bits of mail to not easy green 2017 at gmail.com links to absolutely everything else that are going on in the Verter north america scene can be found at our link tree so that's the blog that sooner does that is the shop uh where i'm not sure if ian is actually working on the flaccid verter t-shirts or not uh i hope he is and uh yeah all manner of other crap you can buy there to help support uh, what terrible work we do here um and then there was some chat in the discord about becoming a member of verter whether it was worth it or not for being uh, across the pond uh king ian has got some steps there he went through the process of uh becoming a Verter member uh, while living in Canada. And it, there are a few little nuancey problems that you may run into. So uh, read up on that if you are considering becoming a member uh, of Verter Bremen. You can find all that stuff on the link tree. So L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Verter. And a Christian, you're back. How was the holidays? Did you sun your rectum thoroughly? <laughs> That's right. You've been watching the same videos I have. I've yeah. um, also been drinking a ton of my own piss. Uh, it shows in my skin and, and the level of strength I currently have. Uh, um, my my uh, I'm, I'm at my peak manhood now uh, with my taint tainted or taint <laughs> sun. Ah, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> what it this is what fucking do. This is we've been reliably informed. This is what the ladies want, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, that that no neck. They find necks to be absolutely disgusting. 
yes. Oh, boys, get your shrugs up. You want to look like one of those little lizards, you yeah, know, where it's just like head to head to shoulder ratio. Your shoulder kind of just starts at the bottom of your ears. Just kind of. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Well, we're, we are happy to have you back. Uh, and big thanks to King Ian and Sooner for filling in while Christian was gone. Obviously, nobody can take your place. Uh, and oh, and, they, tr- and they, they tried and they showed exactly that is the case. So. <laughs> Let the quality of their work do all the talking. <laughs> so I know you don't typically listen to uh, the podcast uh, when it's been done, but did you happen to catch the show last week? I think I'm going to be nope. surprised if we have listeners after <laughs> last week's show. That's why I was kind of curious. No, you know what? I probably Attaboy. should, but I didn't even watch the game. And I know everybody was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't want to bask in, in that sort of disappointment <laughs> that, we, you know, we already get week to week. I was like, this is two games off where I don't have to think about it. I'm not going to even bother. You know, I could see the comments. I was like, you know what? I'll let you guys handle it. I can't contribute anything but more sadness. So I'll just leave it as is. And, and yes, Salty, we do recommend that you don't have young people listening to this uh, when we're when we're on, a, you know, podcast or whatever. Uh, we've, we already ran into that with Travis from Stuttgart. That has got to be the best bit of radio we ever produced. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's get things going here. Go, you were going to say something. I was going to say, you know, the irony is that, I mean, I work with kids. You have worked with kids. Yes. Um, and yet this is the quality of content that we, uh, this is what they do to your mother here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Long-term exposure to children does this. Titty penis. Uh, Just in case there are any kids listening right now. Uh, I hope they call CAS on your parents for allowing you to hear any part of this. (laughs) Having you wasn't their first mistake, and this was their second. Uh, Oh. Crazy. Oh, and uh, yeah, I guess the live game uh, chat. So those of you that want to join the Discord, uh, which is a great place to hang out uh, for Verdant North America fans, when the games go live, we do have a live chat. Uh, and so this this last go about, I don't know where King of the Hill came into all this, um, but we got we got some nice bumpers here for today. So uh, let's. I'm into uh, it. I love King of the Hill. Brilliant TV show. <laughs> it really is. It's so good. Let's get uh, let's get into the game. Well, I wish you had a woman too, Bill. But hold on, Hill residents. Hank, Coleman, Lucas. Just need your fax number so I can fax over Bobby's soccer diet. We don't have a fax or a fax number. Oh, well, just give me your email address and I'll attach it. Yeah, it's football is great, soccer is dumb. Dot com. Goodbye. So Verter came into this home game having taken a week of hostile press from both across the pond and locally. Uh, Werner and Fritz were seen kind of repeatedly in the, in the media, uh, having to answer questions about the system, personnel decisions, etc. It was almost like real pressure for the first time was being applied to this team this season. Uh, we were promised we would see something different from Werner on the weekend against Augsburg. It was necessary that this happen, not just because of the precarious position Verter now occupying the league, but because we were playing the shitheads. And they delivered. It would take until the second half before we really began to see Verter creating ideas and taking control of the game. Previous to that, it was a very dull affair with little to nothing that could be considered even athletic other than running around. Verter with a goal to the good, 
released the right wing and found themselves two goals up heading into the final stretch. Unlike weeks before, the Verda defense held fairly strong, only giving up a few scary moments. In total, the team played a well-disciplined second half, and it can be the reason for taking three very necessary points at home playing against the shitheads. Christian, you watched the game. You were part of the chat. What was your, what were your thoughts on the game? Um, you know, it's kind of funny for, for a game that we pretty much had to win. I didn't expect to win. You think I would have been a little bit more enthusiastic, uh, <laughs> both, both in the chat and then post game. And yet here we are. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it, it's really kind of frustrating these days. Uh, obviously for a lot of reasons that we seem to repeat on a regular basis. Um, it's kind of confounding. I mean, I, I love this team. I root for this team. And yet I was almost, uh, I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> you know say what I mean? Loud. Like Say the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, the thing is, like, do I now dislike Ole more than I love this team? And I don't want that to be a thing. You know, like, I want him out and I want us to win, but I don't know that that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yet we kind of get surprise results like this. Um, now not with the sort of consistency that we would hope because otherwise, you know, I wouldn't be feeling that way about Ole to begin with, but I don't know, man, I think Dustin mentioned, you know, does anyone think that Ole's figured it out and is turning things around? Uh, short answer. No. Um, and, uh, do you have that answer in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> Mierda. <laughs> so yeah it's i mean it, it was difficult <laughs> yeah yet actually there were a ton of russians there um one one that we dubbed little putin and i'm not joking <laughs> and his girlfriend was like this six foot tall volleyball player played a lot of beach volleyball which is officially like my second favorite sport now i think <laughs> um, that's, hey, a, that's a I, whole I, other story <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways back back to the game uh yeah i'm still trying to figure out how i feel about it uh you know yeah i really I confused would be the only way to 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 explain it i think you know i did i well while i was doing it i was also trying to figure out uh you know our ups and downs as we do every week and I was really struggling for a good portion of that first half. Yeah. By the end of the game, I noticed that I had had more ups and downs, and yet I still was not happy with the game itself. <laughs> so what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Well, uh, apparently you should listen to last week's uh, podcast because I went through the four levels of a fan whose team is in decline. And it... <laughs> oh. oh, wonderful. <laughs> it sounds to me like you're in category number three where you're actually wishing ill to happen that something would, you know, that, that change <laughs> would come. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's so weird because I've always like, I, I won't openly say anything, but I, I, I almost dislike supporters like that, that wish ill upon their club. Um, yeah. Openly, openly. You know what I mean? That, it, cause then it feels like, well, you might as well cheer for fucking cheer for the other team then. Yeah. or somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like why are you supporting this club? Um, that's why I won't say it, but <laughs> 
it's it's honestly feelings it's the it's the last line of love that you have before you move into the fourth fourth category which is apathy right so you know when you're when you're going out with your boys and your dad knows you're going to go do something stupid he says something to ma like you know what i hope he gets his face bashed in he, 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 yeah. because you won't listen to him anymore and you're going to go do the thing you're going to do anyway. So now someone else is going to have to be the punisher. Someone else is going to have to inflict the change. Right. And I think that's yeah. honestly, I think that's why fans do it. It's literally the last line of love they have is to actually begin wishing for bad things to happen. <laughs> just, just like, it's kind of like it's, you want a Phoenix to be reborn, but in the process of that, you got to toss die. it on the fire. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's, uh, I don't know. Did you go through any stats and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. We can do that. Um, yeah, actually, you know what? Let's do it. Cause it's been a minute since we've done that. So I, I'm, well, I'm kind yeah, of curious. Just pull out the stuff that really uh, stands out to you. I mean, cause obviously yeah, you researched, sure. you researched this before we went live. <laughs> you kind of went oh, over fuck, it. Man. I mean, <laughs> I was crunching numbers. Uh, you Probably know, taking I, a crunch. Some, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, uh, you know this. I mean, the sort of work I put in today would put uh, King Ian to shame. That's right. Uh, and you should feel shame, King Ian. You should absolutely feel shame. I know what's on that terabyte hard drive, friend. We all know those trips to Cambodia. Oh, disgusting. Um, anyway, and by that he means take me with you next time, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> disgusting that I wasn't invited to join you. <laughs> how dare you not bring along somebody to you know do cinematography <laughs> you know and i'm i'm an expert on the matter <laughs> all right so uh key things here i think ball possession 49 51 uh 51 for augsburg total shots we outshot them 14 to 11 shots on target we actually outshot them which is a which pretty is wild didn't, yeah five to one which is fucking unheard of now this is where things start to get very interesting. Shots off target, eight to six in favor of Augsburg. Um, it looks as if Zetterer was doing the business again, three to two for block shots. Um, let's see here. We outfouled them, no big deal. And yet they actually got more yellow cards, which is unheard of. Um, goal kicks, blah, 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 big chances. So we actually had three big chances to their one. Um, and we won two nil. So, I mean, that, that speaks quite a bit there. Uh, two counterattacks, which was interesting Two counterattack shots, um, shots inside the box also. So I think something that I, I, a lot of us have issues with is, uh, how we look in the final third, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lack of creativity. Uh, doesn't necessarily feel like we're doing, we're amounting to much there. Uh, and yet, Shots inside the box this week, nine to five in favor of us. Um, even shots outside the box was six to five for Augsburg, which still says that, you know, we're, that's 14 shots, you know, um, which I mean, yeah, obviously you want more, but for us, it's kind of surprising. Yeah. Well, for, for you the know? lack of productivity we've had. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, it's, it's, yeah. It's pretty major. Absolutely. Um, I'm betting most of those happened in the second half too, because there was dick all happening in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a hundred percent. It's absolutely the truth. Uh, I mean, if I, for total shots, eight out of, you know, eight of them were in the second half, uh, shots on target. Two of them were, uh, in the second half. Uh, yeah. The majority big chances were in the second half. 
you know, all the counterattacks and all that sort of shit all in the second half as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, tackles, I guess, is uh, tackles and interceptions. Uh, we we outdid them too, 17 to 13 for tackles, and then interceptions, nine uh, nine to their five. You know, and, and then obviously the most important stat that everybody knows in any uh, <laughs> soccer game is the following, it's, which would be clearances. It, it's usually and, what most programs lead with, but we tend to say yeah. we tend to save it to the end. Yeah. Well, we want them to listen to the rest of the stats. You know, I mean, like if we just gave it away right there, most people would shut up. Oh, okay. Uh, I heard that. Yeah. And we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, can, uh, you know, wipe the sweat off your furrowed brow. Yeah. No, no foreplay. Just straight to it. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. So, uh, couple, you know, 22 to 20. So, Woo. yeah. Rest easy, my friends. <laughs> and it's because everybody's been waiting to hear that audio effect for how long and long and yay I love that and near the end there's that one guy's like yay <laughs> <laughs> picture Kermit wiggling his arms around <laughs> Kermit or uh, Jordan Peterson <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> same difference both fucking Muppets <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit about tactics here. So the the defense that Werder kind of chose to employ this match worked very well in our favor. Uh, The first half was kind of marked by a very high back line and pressure against the ball. This is something that we haven't seen for a little while, uh, especially in situations where Augsburg had the goal kick. So... um, Werner has been probably hasn't been maybe it's probably about a year full calendar year since we last saw Werder really aggressively pressing like this um, especially during goal kick situations now Augsburg didn't have the technical capabilities uh, like our last two opponents to kind of work through the press well and so it was probably a calculated decision and I think it paid off uh, fairly well so Werder they were able to turn the ball over fairly quickly but the problem was that they would subsequently turn the ball right back over again so although the press was working against augsburg our inability to pick a pass uh really meant that whatever advantage we were gained by putting in uh the additional effort was really kind of squandered now once the lead was built Werner kind of pulled everyone back again, and we saw that Werder kind of retreat into their typical defensive tactic that we've become accustomed to. Um, it would be probably in the second half. It, yeah, it was in the second half that Werner kind of started to really release Visor on the right wing uh, for what feels like an eternity. Uh, I, I even mentioned last uh, the last podcast, I did a section on like what happened to Marv, uh, or sorry, not <laughs> Marv, yeah, what has happened to Marv, uh, but w- what's happened to Mitch uh, Visor, right? Um, and it's uh, it, it's felt like such a long time since we've seen him making those long runs uh, from deep and participating in a lot more of the buildup play. And uh, <clears throat> I, I think that uh, the way that Werner has used Visor in recent week in recent weeks is is what's led him uh, to a real drought in creativity going forward. Uh, and along with I think some of the intentions that he's communicated about possibly going and playing somewhere else. Um, I think it was high time that Visor got back into the buildup and you can see immediately uh, why he's so important um, and doubly so since Fulkrug has left. Now, one of the irritating things about Werner's offense is that when it's working well, uh, when it was working well for Werner, sorry, it had kind of a one-two punch. 
Uh, Visor on the right-hand side, usually kind of coupled with Bittencourt, Schmied, uh, or Steyr. Um, or, so if that wasn't working, they could play direct balls to Fulkrug, who could then provide kind of quick interchanges with Dukes and, you know, the midfield, uh, and they would kind of pull defenders forward and create gaps of space behind the defensive line. With Fulkrug gone, Werner really hasn't evolved the offense to suit the players he has. I mean, he's complained <laughs> about the players he has uh, or the ones he doesn't have. Um, and I think he's really asking Dukes to become the new Fulkrug, dropping deep, playing with his back to goal, uh, flicking the ball on, kind of making those link-up plays, uh, which, uh, in my opinion, Dukes happens to be really bad at. Um, it turns out Bore isn't much better <laughs> as of late. Um, now, when Dukes was really turning it on, uh, I think it, he was allowed to kind of wait on the outside left lane for Fulkrug to control the ball, and then he would kind of participate in that buildup. Now he's being asked to play an imposing physical role, which, again, he happens to be uh, really bad at. So it's, it's now been, what, 12 games that Werner has tried to replace the function of Fulkrug with Dukes, and it's not working. In the last few weeks, uh, Werner had also pulled Visor back to help solidify the defense. And what we've seen in the last four weeks is like someone slowly turning off the tap. Uh, no creativity, very few chances. A lot of people have noticed this uh, just in the Discord and the chat. Um, <clears throat> by getting Visor involved in that second half was Werner's only shot at moving this game forward. Uh, so long as this midfield remains abysmal, um, and Werner won't change uh, Dukes' role or, or try to mix it up a bit with maybe different personnel, uh, I think we might be reduced to our right side uh, once again, which is so frustrating because Dema was supposed to fix this, right? We were supposed to get some serious wing action from Visor and Dema, and, and I was very much looking forward to it, but, but we're in a tough spot. Uh, the midfield as it is set, it doesn't... It cannot, and it's, it's just unable. It's unable to support wing play properly, let alone down both sides properly. So th the win was great. Um, some good offense was great, but the game plan played perfectly into Werner's hands. Uh, this is the plan for every game. Get the first goal. <laughs> Sit back and counter. You know, like like I, I texted into the, the Discord. What happens when we don't get the first goal? You know, when we have to instigate offense, uh, what you saw in the first 30 minutes of the game is what happens. Nothing. We can't do it. Um, you know, we're, we're currently a mess with a tactic that I think has become so stale uh, and it's become so hard to watch. And I'm not, I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on that, on that Christian, but um, it, it, I was so happy they brought a visor back into the play because literally it was the only chance we had at, at creating any kind of offense because, because Werner's like married to this idea um, and it, yeah, it was, that was just my observation. I don't know if you saw anything different or, or what? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there. It's, I mean, that feel, um, feeds the malaise as it were that we've been sort of talking about to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's go through some things that were awesome and things that suck. Well, I wish you had a woman too, Bill, but hold on. Oh, Bobby, right. I didn't think I'd ever need to tell you this, but I would be a bad parent if I didn't. Soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. All right, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. 
Do you want to start with things that were great or things that were less than great? Uh, things that were great or things know. that were grating? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. I mean, almost one in the same. Uh, let's start positively, I guess. Um, and I and I, I have to admit, I do feel like I was kind of pulling it and grasping at straws here. Um, so <laughs> I don't want to hear about you pulling it. Yeah. <laughs> well, then stop calling me at two one, o'clock in the morning. One major um, up was. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> a really big up. And for a visual, for a visual of this, check out my OnlyFans. I have a special Christmas special coming up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Linen uh, going on in the 53rd minute or linen uh, going on in the 53rd minute. Uh, you know, it's the first time in a long time. I think he's gotten that much time uh, to play. He had a, a decent enough game. Uh, I Now, I was kind of watching his stats there. And he, uh, let me see here. His passing was fantastic. Uh, however, he did actually have a couple turnovers, which I'm just assuming means that he's not going to play till the end of the year. Um <laughs> So he had three clearances. Uh, his passing was at 87%, which is better than the team average. Um, and then he had uh, ground six ground duels, but only won one of them. Um, so I don't know necessarily what that means per se. I also, I was trying to uh, pay attention. So he got subbed on for Leo, no? Yeah. Bittencourt got oh, injured. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So did he, where was he sitting? Did, did stay go up? Yeah. Was he did exchange, that went up? Okay. He did exchange position with stay. So, yeah. You know, okay. We're, we're advancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slowly, but surely. Right. Like it's again, this novel idea of playing a player in their natural position. Just fucking crazy. The whole thing. Um, anyway. So yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, you know, line coming on in the 53rd minute, Maybe that means he's going to get more playing time, but uh, knowing that he really only won one of those duels, like I said, probably won't see him till you know, late next year. Uh, I thought the second goal was absolutely gorgeous. I thought it was a fantastic goal. It's like a laser. Um, Yeah. It's, you know, I, I guess it's sort of a bright spot in the game. Uh, And then once again, the substitute of Nima coming on at 73rd minute, kind of shocking that it was that early um <laughs> well as i was saying in know? the chat we aren't down by two so he's really not necessary <laughs> yeah 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 seriously it's not that struggle substitute it's, um, it's the only time he'll he gets playing time he's like oh shit we gotta gotta get some get goals here. <laughs> yeah yeah seriously so yeah no i mean those are my my three ups as it were uh yeah and so luckily enough we didn't uh, double up on anything here so my first up is uh, a really great comeback performance for stark um not just the goal uh, but he won i believe the majority of the headers in the back line yesterday and uh, i felt he did a really good job keeping things relatively organized that was and that yeah. was a big job especially in the first half because of how high we were pressing and yeah. I mean, you could see, uh, especially on our right-hand side, uh, when they attacked down that that line, 
uh, Velkovich was <laughs> struggling to keep up. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think Stark did a, did a good job. Uh, another up I had was Visor getting active on the right flank. I talked about that already uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think we see what he can bring this team. Um, and given our relatively short list of options uh, when it comes to create <laughs> creative offensive talent, um, I'm actually happy that Werner kind of let him loose. And the last up that I have, I don't usually go for low-hanging fruit, but today we did. Uh, three points when it was absolutely sure. vital to get them. Uh, with Heidenheim uh, winning... Uh, Onyong Berlin uh, winning. Uh, if we had lost, and, and I think there was a draw. Uh, luckily, there was a draw, but uh, with with Mainz and Cologne. Um, if we had lost this game, uh, Werder could have reasonably been like one or two points off the drop, right? And yeah, this this was a huge three points. So granted, uh, as you've already alluded to, Christian, there are those in our crew, and I respect it uh, that they want disaster to happen so that it can affect change. Yeah. Um, I, again, I'm still not there. I'm just in the angry stage. I never get out of the angry stage uh, as people, people might've suspected. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's a, I was, I was really happy to see three points. Although I understand, uh, the repercussions of that is that, uh, Varner's going nowhere. Uh, let's, yeah. uh, go to things that sucked. Sure. Um, and shockingly, initially, I only had two, uh, but Ooh. then I was like, nah, I'm going to muster up a third because Atta I boy. really wasn't that happy. Uh, <laughs> wasn't really that happy with the game. So clearly I got to find something to fucking. I need you to find out. three. Did you, if, again, if you would have listened to the podcast, when King Ian was on, one of his downs was actually an up. He was like, we went to the things that sucked. And he's like, so this was kind wow. of a nice thing. I was like, okay, guy. <laughs> You don't, you don't get what we're trying to do here. <laughs> Mr. Positivity. Right? Jesus Christ. He's adorable. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Aw, pat him on the head. Good job, little buddy. You tried. You really he's tried. The, he's the smiling king. It's, there's yeah, there. That's right. All right. Things that suck. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no offense until the 38th minute. Uh, literally. Like, it was just atrocious to watch. It was zero offense. Um, the second thing was offense continues to struggle in the final third. Uh, lack of creativity. And it, it sucks because I feel like we talk about this almost weekly. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then finally, uh, and I guess this is a bit of a stretch, but why do our best players sit? Um, or at least really good players who can contribute. So and in brackets, I had Stark, Linen, Nima, Zetterer. You know, why, why do they sit? Uh, we saw Stark play this weekend. Started fucking amazing. Like one of, the, if player. not the best player on the second, like top three. I think he got eight. He got eight. And the only person better than him was Dutch. You know, a center back who scored goes, a fucking yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Linen, Linen, whatever the fuck. Uh, once again, yeah, Lulu fucking <laughs> uh, is passing. Amazing. 87, better than the whole team. You know what yeah. I mean? Why is that guy fucking sitting? You know? Uh, coupled with, and then you got Nienma. I mean, Bore, sure, Bore's been okay. Uh, I think we all sort of had this conversation during the live chat. Uh, he's getting paid a lot, but also, so what? If he's not fucking performing, it doesn't mean you get to walk on the pitch. You know what I mean? Especially when you have talent. There were so many passes or balls that you could feed Nienma who would have torn up that back defense. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to just watch him run, you know? And yet, no, we decided not to. 73rd minute's fine. Don't give him the start. Why would you want to do that? So, anyways, those, those not, were my... He's not ready. He's just not ready. Yeah. 
No, no, exactly. He's got to wrap his head around that fucking <laughs> brilliant strategy that we see all the time, right? <laughs> uh, all right, my uh, my first down. Uh, the first down I have is our midfield. Um, it's now been four games that this group of three in the midfield have just looked unable to handle seventy-five minutes of football with any degree of consistency. I mean, we're we're always waiting around to see if Bittencourt is going to have a good day. Um, he has had some good days, but yep. honestly, it's, it's a coin flip. It's, I mean, that's 50, 50. It's not even a coin flip. I mean, yeah. you're literally, you're waiting to see if he's going to have a good day or not. Um, Schmied has also been really inconsistent and yeah, I mean, if, if both of these players struggle in one game, uh, which, which we did, uh, which they both did against Augsburg, we're lucky that Augsburg was pretty garbage. Yeah, uh, yesterday, and they were. Yeah. Um, but if both of them struggle, um, we're in real trouble in that midfield. And Bittencourt is good for maybe sixty minutes of running tops. Um, Stea has been the best of the three overall, uh, and honestly, he's probably been our best player consistently, game in and game oh, out. Yeah. Um, it's just been unfortunate that he's been paired up uh, with a with a sixty minute guy that is every once in a while going to have a good game or an inspirational game. And uh, Schmid is I. I don't know what to, and I think it was Condre 3K that said, and he's right. If Schmid could bag goals, like the, the chances he gets, we couldn't afford him. Uh, so I yeah. guess that's just the way it is. <laughs> it's true though, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. He'd be playing he's got, on a better team. <laughs> and I don't Did you know that he used to play in cages? Um, oh, and we say, we say hi to Geppy. Uh, thanks for showing up. You just showed up to hear that you're still winning the league or the, contest i'm sure yeah that's uh, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that sucked um nabi Keita is nothing more than a decoy um and and, and honestly this feels like freaking this feels like junior high um when you're like playing a tournament one of your top guys gets injured but you send him out for the warm-up skate just to make the opponent think oh well you might be playing right like like they don't figure it out after the first five minutes of play anyway um so yeah. so this week we were told Keita is is healthy he's fully fit he's likely to be used i mean don't get me wrong um i want to see uh leaning on the field but if if kite is fully fit and healthy wouldn't the bitten court sub have been a great amount of playing time for him for a comeback you know that would have been about 30 minutes of, of football uh, like wouldn't it have been a great boost to our midfield who is struggling all day to produce an ounce of creativity i'm not sure what a fully healthy and fully fit Kaita is doing on Verter's bench. That's what I'd like to yeah. know. Now, sure. and and again, with the Bittencourt injury, now it sounds like that's a little bit long-term. Uh, what does that mean for Verter's decoy, Kaita? And and that's, honestly, I don't know what else he is being on the bench other than a fill in space. Yeah. That, you know, taking a spot from one of the other amazing depth players we have. <laughs> so many to choose from, right? That's right. That's Just right. Incredible. Uh, okay, third thing that sucks is that it requires injuries and other unmanageable forces to coerce Ole Werner to making a change. Ver yeah. Werner is stubborn. We know this. Yeah. But he's stubborn to the point where he's willing, he's, he's trying to will something to work that just isn't or won't work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many of us believe that Stark sh uh, would have started if Friedel didn't have uh, you know muscular issues prior to the game? If yeah. Friedel was healthy, does... Does Stark even start the game? And yeah. I'm willing to bet he doesn't. I mean, how, 
How much longer um, would Bittencourt have languished on the field if he hadn't been injured and forced the change? And he had a terrible game. Bittencourt was, he was pissing away possession so badly. Um, and it's just crazy that his stubbornness won't change. Uh, and like he yeah. literally, and he literally told a reporter that he would change the system if the reporter could point to a suitable right back. You Fucking know. wild. I saw that. I saw that interview. Did you? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's crazy to me. That's he's fucking so con- crazy to me. He's so confident in his way that he yeah. cannot see an alternative. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, it's no different than us being like Werner shit. And somebody's like, well, you think you could do a better job? Balance yeah, transfers yeah, 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 yeah. suck. Oh, well, you think you could do a better job? <laughs> hey, have so you ever armchair, thought about Armchair, armchair uh, coach, eh? The reporter just oh, says, hey, yeah. have you ever thought about, you know, maybe you could change up the system? Point me to a right back. Come on. It's like, well, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Weiser played most of his career as a right as right back. I, Is right that back. really too much to ask him <laughs> as a professional? To, I, I guess you know something that we don't, uh, Ole, with all your fucking success, right? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot of stuff to get to here yet today uh, before Sooner comes on and wrecks the program. Uh, hi to Spivey, who just joined us. Uh, so let's get to it. So are you Chinese or Japanese? We lay ocean. The ocean? What ocean? We are lay ocean from Laos, stupid. Population 4.7 million. So are you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that show. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> uh, Dukes is proud of his corner. So I, I wanted to throw this one to you, Christian, uh, because you have been somewhat critical of Dukes over, over the last, uh, well, this season, I suppose. And, sure. uh, and, and Dukes really has uh, no problem thumbing his nose at people that doubt him when good things happen. Uh, so here it is. Uh, Dukes was proud of his corner. I was just extremely happy because I was criticized week after week that I can't shoot standards or shoot corners and that it would, or I guess free kicks and that it would be better for someone else to do them. That made my joy even greater. Mm. So a little context here. Uh, Werner going into this game uh, took 101 corners with zero goals. (laughs) I mean, like what else, what else do you say to that? Right? Like, (laughs) <laughs> I would you see, I I would love to know what he would have to say about the facts. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like, you you've taken a hundred corners so far this year and scored zero goals, and it, what we wiped the slate clean because you bagged one. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, You're right. Shit. I shit. guess we, oh, we better yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. One in You're fucking one hundred tries. <laughs> worth every fucking penny there <laughs> you know <laughs> it's God like that damn. dumb and dumber what's all this one in a million talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously <laughs> well i did damn. uh i wanted to throw uh something else at you here so Werner won a title uh just recently i don't know if you know this so <laughs> mm, indulge me <laughs> right i'm sure it's so- one we're gonna be very proud of <laughs> oh yeah so recently Werder won the title <laughs> as the most beautiful football team in the bundesliga so <laughs> it's wow. so stupid i can't believe this was a, this was actually like news so the teams the team's faces were scanned by an ai computer 
Uh, I'm assuming. Christ. I'm assuming they were looking for things like symmetry. Uh, it turns out that Werner has a bunch of hotties on the team. So, so right. can you guess the top five hottest faces on Werner Bremen? <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god! You know what? First of all, this feels like some horse shit that you'd see in the NFL. In order to placate like fucking housefrows, Taylor Swift and the hottest fucking football players. All right, let's take a look at these assholes. Um, no, no, the faces. It scanned the faces. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Same fucking difference. I'm not sure which folder uh, you're going to to get the picture. God damn. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to see here. Uh, all right, hold on. Dux, far from it. Ain't happening, buddy. Uh, uh, let's see here. I'm gonna say. Oof. Damn. Really? Okay. Yeah, Schmied. Pat. Yeah, that was uh, one Schmied, of them. Uh, Leo. Yep, that's two. Um, let's see here. Ooh, maybe Stark. That's three in a row. You know your boys. Uh, f- <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, and we're how many more do we have? Two more. Just the top five. Um, Ninma. Nope. <sighs> wow, racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, fuck. I honestly don't even know, man. Oh, hold on. I guess we got injuries. Rap? No. Really? Yeah. Take a little time. Rub that in your thigh while you look. <laughs> see what flinches. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know. Kenyan uh, says Yuri ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the th- um, fourth one was, was Friedel. Oh, and, would, yeah. and would you believe this number five was Velkovich? The hell is wrong what? with that computer program? Damn. The, the, the guy right. looks like he's got black spray painted ramen noodles hanging off the top of his head with a massive gap in his feet. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, girls I mean, get the girls. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Oh. Um, <laughs> I wanted to throw something at you that I was thinking about, sure. and that's that Fritz has got this conflict of interest, near as I can tell. Yeah. Um, so, kind of over the last two weeks, I think you can kind of really see a change uh, in the guard. The kind of the voice of Werder Bremen, if you will. So up until recently, I think there's kind of been a healthy split between Bauman and Fritz um, and the other, and kind of some other players and Ole uh, addressing the media. This last week, uh, with the temperature turned up on the team, it was Fritz who was in front of every single available microphone. I, I think that kind of tells the torch has been effectively passed uh, for now. Um, now, I believe that Fritz has a conflict of interest uh, that has not been discussed openly. Um, and I think it's also why I would put down easily a hundred dollar bet that Werner will not be fired prior to the end of the first quarter of next year, that, which is the end of April. I would also make a value bet that he won't be fired this year. And this is because of the conflict of interest I'm talking about. So Fritz has positioned himself to succeed Frank Bauman. He's spoken about it openly. He recently had a meeting with the supervisory board to pitch his vision for Werner. Uh, and the board also delayed naming Bauman's successor until the end of the first quarter. So when the team is performing poorly, and make no mistake, yesterday's victory isn't an indication that we've turned a corner. Um, I believe we're sitting on 14 points from 14 games this year, which is identical to our relegation season and the season before where we snuck out barely. So, And admittedly, we're in a much worse league of competition overall. So what this means is that Werder is performing at a level that puts a square in the relegation candidates bin, right? So this is the conflict. 
Fritz is aspiring to a new job. He needs to show that he's right for the job. And this would mean to put his best foot forward at all times. Now, given that Bauman is still around, even if Fritz believes that the coach is a problem, let's say hypothetically, he believes that Fritz is the problem. Given that Bauman is still around, um, Bauman doesn't think that Fritz or doesn't think that Werner is the problem. Now Fritz can't contradict Bauman. It would spoil his chances at the job. Does that make sense? Yeah. And given that he also publicly backed Werner, he now needs to maintain strength in this. He can't waffle now. Yeah. He cannot show yeah. weakness or that he's made a large blunder. So yeah. even in the event he's given the position, so let's say the end of the first quarter happens, Fritz is now the new man in charge, he's going to have to maintain continuity to keep Werner in his position to the absolute last minute. Anything else, I think, would be an indication to the board that they made a mistake in naming him to the post um, because he's admitting that there was a mistake there all along. Um, so Fritz's ambition is in conflict with the best desire for the club. I think that is a massive conflict of interest. Uh, the entire Werner management is now frozen and unable to move. Bauman can't do anything. He's a lame duck. Um, and, and Fritz has this conflict of interest, and the board has created five months uh, for this delay in naming a successor. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that, but I've been thinking about it over the last couple of weeks, and I thought, what what motivation does Fritz have to actually make the best decision for the team, even if he knows that Ole Werner is failing this club? Um, does he choose that, or does he choose his own ambition? Uh, I, think I, I think, well, the yeah, I think we know the answer to that, because that's been everybody's MO for like the past couple of years, right? Is ambition, ambition, ambition under the guise of trying to make the team better. Uh, when it works, you say, see, I'm great at my job. And when it doesn't work, you say, well, we got to stick together and work harder. Don't worry. This is going to work, blah, blah, blah. It's just a bunch of horse shit. So it's just going to be more of the same there. Um, it would be fun to see uh, Fritz go rogue and say, you know what? Everything's fucked up, uh, blah, blah, blah. But he's also not in that position of power yet. Uh, I still don't have any doubt that he's getting the job. I'd be absolutely shocked. Um, if he doesn't, man, I, I, but then, yeah, anyways, so yeah, no, it's, it's par for the course. None of this is surprising to me. You know, I, I'd be shocked if it was anything, but I just, I guess it, it didn't really dawn on me how big of a conflict it is that we would yeah. actually like Bauman again, isn't going to make any decisions at this point in time. Fritz can't yeah. contradict Bauman and the board yeah. has created this nebulous nothing time for the next five months. Um, sure. or even if, and again, it's possibly I, in, too late. Yeah. In the best possible light, if Fritz knows that things are going badly, he can't do anything yeah. because it'll jeopardize his chances of being the yeah. next guy in charge. I, yeah. I hadn't actually, here's like, the thing. I, I see Bauman before. and Fritz. Yeah, that's fair. I, I see Fritz and Bauman as being, uh, you know, left and right arms of the same body. Right. If you want to see so, two men licking each other's asses, it, you know, Bauman yeah. and Fritz or tune into your only fans. That's it. So I think I think at some point I doubt. I uh, yeah yeah seriously. Uh, and once again, check out Taste uh, Tuesdays. Uh, I've got fifteen percent off for friends and family. Twenty um, percent off for second cousins. Um, <laughs> it's going perfectly with the King of the Hill references we've got going yeah, on here. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I, I guess the one thing is, uh, I think even if 
either one of them wanted to pull the trigger, they wouldn't anyways until the last second. They're they're just married to this guy, and they're married yep. to this guy doing well because they've they've put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, they refuse to acknowledge anything but. Um, and then when it doesn't work out, we're going to see the exact same thing that we saw the last time we got relegated. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll be as successful coming right back up uh, because I don't think we learned our lesson, you know, uh, on on any level at this club. Well, the real question uh, I don't think is, the fans. Yeah, how, how much time does Labia get to? Uh... You know, yeah. help us out. Oh, God willing, none. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seriously. We're we're up shit's creek if that fucking guy is taken over. It I is just absolutely mind-boggling that he made a career uh, out of anything. I want to watch his comb over flap in the wind. That's really all I want. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Hear it whistle through those three hairs. <laughs> all right we've got uh we've got some would you rathers and bet on it or against it and then we're gonna get sooner in uh so <clears throat> got a few here actually um and i had a bunch from dustin shoot oh i might have to okay i'll read a few of these and see if i can locate those again uh so first one is would you rather be in the room with sooner to see if he was talking about yesterday's lineups or shitting his pants or amazing would you rather stay and pet his cat uh, what do we mean by his cat? Pet the pussy. Yeah, I was gonna say his vagina. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess the cat. I think I don't know. I really like animals, but uh, I don't know how familiar I want to get with uh, Sooner's private parts. I guess we'll see if he keeps <laughs> see if he keeps a hairless version or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you would you rather uh, Marv keeps his okay enough play and is sold in January for ten million, or yes, <laughs> or he's he stays, falls off a bit, and is sold next summer for four to five million after keeping us up thanks to great play of teams around us. Wait a minute. So if we sell them, we're going down? I don't see. I don't know if that's implied. Okay. It, it does um, imply that if we keep him, we sell him for four to five, but he's in, yeah. in trend. Like he's uh he's necessary for us to stay up. Let's maybe say that. Okay. Well then, yeah, fine. If as long as we stay up, sure. If, if we stay up and sell them, I'm fine. If we uh, sell them now and go down, no, I don't want to go down at any cost. I don't have any problem selling them uh, at all, even remotely. Uh, I'm sure I'm hated in certain parts of Bremen for that sentiment. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I think on this show too, we've always been a harsh critic of him um, because he does have a tendency to disappear, but then he has pretty decent games. Um, he's not the standard sort of striker that we may need. But, I mean, if it means that we get less money for him, but we stay up, yeah, I got no problem with that. Staying up to me is more important than getting money and going down. Like, I get yeah. that people get hell-bent on the finances and all that sort of shit. I'm not as worried or concerned about that uh, as some might be. The budget will balance itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would, you, would, <laughs> would you rather eat whatever you wanted and it's always nutritional for your body? Or be able to sleep for one hour and you're fully rested. Ooh, woo, that's a good one. So, <laughs> you know what? This person, I feel like this person knows me well. Uh, let me say that I love to eat. 
and unfortunately, I should probably be about 3,000 pounds fucking heavier than I am. Uh, and I also don't sleep at all, and I fucking hate sleeping. It's a waste of goddamn time. Um, fuck, that is so good. Uh, my metabolism as of right now is pretty good. So I'm going to go with the sleep for one hour thing because I would have so much more time to do shit. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I love eating. But I mean, if I was like fucking like I said, if I was as fat as I should be, I'm sure my heart is fucking garbage. <laughs> but if I was as fat as I should be, I'd probably pick the uh, <laughs> I'd probably pick the eating thing. <laughs> All right. uh, OK, we got some bet on it or against it. I found uh, Dustin. So we'll try and go lightning round here and, uh, okay. and then we'll get sooner in. All right, bet on it or against it. Maserati Marv will eclipse both his goals, which was 12, and assists six from last year. He's currently Ooh. at six and four. I think this is a great question. Yeah. So we're not quite halfway through the season. Ooh. He's got half the goals from last year, and he's a little yeah. behind on this. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I would have said no, but because he's halfway and halfway, fuck it. Sure. Actually, I bet he falls like one goal short. Gets the same amount of assists, but... Uh, what was it? You'll get like 11 goals or something stupid like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, bet on or against it. Fritz slash Frank uh, or Fritz, I guess, and Bauman would rather keep Ole long-term than Jans. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Which is bet insane, on- <laughs> but yeah, I bet on it. Uh, then as follow-up, Ole, bet on or against it. Ole will be at Werder longer than Jans. Oh, God. I, actually, I think I think uh, no. I, I think no. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the yeah, it's more likely is... that he'll get fired. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, bet on yeah. or against it. If given three seasons, Jans could make Verter a mid-table talent level club. Absolutely. I think if you had a coach to play to his, because he's already signed a bunch of great players. But the problem is the coach isn't playing them right. Yeah. Coach isn't playing them to their strengths. Isn't playing them. Period. Yeah. So. Okay, bet on or against it with Ole as manager, that mid-table level talent would still be in a relegation battle. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And bet on it or against it, Bauman realizes his legacy at Verter is as an executive is not good. Uh, no, I don't think. I bet against it. I think he thinks it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think his ego is enough to say, like, look at I, I got us promoted. I made all this money selling players. He's only going to look at the good shit he's done. He's not going to pay attention to the bad shit, right? Yeah, self-awareness is dead. (laughs) Exactly. 100%. Yeah. All right, let's get Sooner in here to wreck the show. He's a very, very good friend of mine. Sooner, Sooner. Maggot, Sooner. It's a rig system. Maggot, 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 Sooner. Nobody can do it like Sooner. Nobody builds walls better than Sooner. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than Sooner. You totally accept the results if I win. Yeah, it's it's actually Sooner and not Juan, I believe. (laughs) I hope it's Juan. How's it going, guys? (laughs) Sorry. That's disappointing. Sorry to disappoint. I'm sorry. If you listened to last week's episode, Juan called in. Really? Yes. Really? Did say it was sooner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we had Juan, uh, Spivey, and PJ called in. 
Damn. Juan, in, in, in a very MAGA sooner way, is very into the uh, uh, fake news, uh, post-truth era that we're living in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sooner, how's it going, man? I'm doing. How are you guys doing? All right. Did you get was, my Christmas I, card yet? I did not. I'm sorry. My wife asked me. She's like, "Who do I make it out to?" I said, "Sooner." She goes, "No, what's his name?" I said, "Sooner." Sooner. So, <laughs> I'll keep my. Well, you, you, you're being serious. I'll, I'll keep my eyes out for that. No, I haven't gotten anything yet. Okay. <laughs> I got yours. <laughs> I had to wrestle it away from a homeless person, but I received it. <laughs> uh, well, that particular, like that weight of paper that we had it printed on, uh, cuts cocaine very well. Anyway, let's uh... perfect. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> All right, so you'll be sticking wait. around a little longer than expected. Before, before, before I dive into the Gladbach preview, I just want to say that I was uh, today years old when I learned that that Christian and I have very different tastes in men. When he was listing all the hottest American <laughs> players, I was like, no way. Fuck no, dude. No way. I wouldn't fuck that guy. No way. I that guy's not hot. That guy's not hot. <laughs> apparently you and whatever computer and whatever computer this was were like, no, dude, that is a hot man. Well, that's, see, I, I asked I asked Christian who did he think the AI labeled as the hottest. I didn't I didn't ask Christian who on Werner Bremen would you like to fuck? I guess that's true. Maybe, maybe he's just really great. Like, like, like maybe he's a he, he's like a douche guy, you know. But he's like, I know what the computer will say. <laughs> uh, although Christian has meant has said before that he likes the short and curvy ones, which is why he'd pick Leo. But, you know. <laughs> I would. I just remember an article, uh, and I also like brunettes. It helps if they're Brazilian. But, uh, you, you, live, you, live, you love the, the Brazilian got, aspect too. They right? got the hip they're, action, right? They, yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> Hips like Jagger. Uh, but I also like. I remember an article being about how handsome Leo was. I, I don't even remember the context, but I was like, "Wow, fucking!" I just looked through it. I'm like, "Who? who if I was a woman, what? What would I?" expect to be standard attractive for these people you know what i mean <laughs> apparently i'm fucking on the money <laughs> all, all right, right. Skinner, what, what do you got for us this week let me let's talk a little bit about globach here um so uh i think this is going to be the 115th time we've ever played globach we've played them in the league and the pokal and then twice in a friendly so uh, we have 42 wins. They have, uh, sorry, yeah, we have 42. They have 45 wins. We have 24 draws uh, across that series. Um, the last time we won in Gladbach, by the way, was actually not in the league game. That was a Pokal game. We won four to three in 2016. Uh, not an extra time. That that was a, that was a regular time score. Um, and the last 11 league matches we played in Gladbach, we've only taken four points. So that's mm. not. Great. Um, if you're trying to find reasons why you should be excited <laughs> and optimistic about this game. Um, so it's a really interesting thing. Like Gladbach, like, like if you're just looking at it from like a points and table position perspective, they're only slightly better than us, right? They're 10th place, we're 12th. Uh, we're 14 points, they're 16 points. They Basically, the only difference between Gladbach and Verde this season is like we have two more losses than they do, and they have two more ties than we do. So, like, on some level, there's, like, a level of equal footing. Um, uh, you know, they, they were a really interesting team because they really kind of blew up their team last year, right? They got rid of Marcus Turam. 
They got rid of Lars Stindl. They got rid of uh, Jonas Hofmann, who were guys. They were who really kind of... expected to struggle this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and those guys. I mean, they were in the Champions League. I think like three years ago because of those guys, and they were they were kind of like not a lot was expected of them. And they're also on their they're on their fourth trainer in four years, which I mean, Ouch. I guess I guess like it's not great. You know, kind that's of not the Verder way, hey. Right, that's not the Verder way. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not being stuck where we are, but like, hey, like, would you? Like, that's a great. Would you rather? Would you rather like shut up, Verder Bremen the last four years, <laughs> with respect to like who we have as a trainer, or would you rather be Gladbach, who went from uh, Marco Rosa to Adi Huta to Daniel Farca to Gerardo Sawana in like four years? Every year, a new trainer. Um, that might be me. Sorry about that. Uh, it's like you either. You sure? Have usually that's. I know. Usually it's that's usually Christian. me. It's a hundred percent sooner. Well, Drink. It's, it's like you, I, you either you have a choice between being in my living room where we might hear some ambulances, or being in my uh, bedroom where every now and then the the radiator might like just hiss for forty five. Juan, Juan wants to know if you guys are roomies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we're we're yeah, right, traditional yeah. roommates. <laughs> the 1950s style. We're the we're 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 the odd couple. I'll let you guess who, which one of us is the neat and tidy one, and which one of us is the slob. Um, <laughs> whichever, which, which either one of you has the hairless pussy, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, Gladbach, they're they're doing okay this year. Um, you know, I, usually whenever I hop on and I try to like figure out like. Uh, I'm trying to pre- like like preview a team. I'm I'm like, what are they good at and what are they bad at? And Gladbach, they're a weird team because they're like not really good or bad at really anything. Like almost most of the sort of stats that like most sites track, they're like either kind of good, kind of bad, or average, like all across the board. But there's one thing I think that is really interesting, and I I think it could have a big sort of uh, preview sort of as to how this game's going to go. So Gladbach, they allow the most shots in the Bundesliga, 17.7 shots per game they allow, which means to me, like their defense is kind of leaky, right? It, 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 it puts, it, it gives a lot of opportunities for the, for the opposing team mm-hmm. to um, get opportunities to, to have dangerous moments. Right. But they're best in the league at two important statistics. One of them is saves. Uh, they have 65 saves on the season. I think it's like 4.5 or 4.6 saves per game. They're the best in the Bundesliga at that stat, which I guess you'd kind of expect, right, for a team that allows a lot of shots. And um, another thing, and I've been waiting to drop this because I know how much clearances are important to us. Yeah. Gladbach <laughs> are the best team in the Bundesliga at clearances. Ooh. Do, you, do, you, do you want to take a guess at how many clearances Gladbach Throw averages down. averages per game? Come Averages. on now. 32. Uh, honest. <laughs> okay. Now you 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 you, you, you jumped the shark on that one. No, they average <laughs> 23.4 clearances a game. Wow. Um they had two games this year, uh one Drink. against Bochum, one against Freiburg where they had 44 clearances <laughs> in each in each of those games. So 80 you know, clearances in those every two games. Every once in a while Every once in a while, you flip through a magazine and you look and you're like, man, I'd like to look like that guy. I think that's what you just did. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to look more like Gladbach. Uh, what do we need to so, do in order to look like that? What do they have that we don't? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, this is a, so this is a weird thing about this game to me. It's like, yes, Gladbach 
must because they allow 17.7 shots a game they must on average allow the other team they're playing to like get some good looks at goal right but they're also really good at saving the ball their goalie uh, who actually it's not their regular goalie their their goalie who came into the year starting has been injured and it's a guy i think whose name is moritz uh i can't even remember his fucking name uh moritz something <laughs> thanks for prepping uh, I wrote it. Yeah, I wrote it down, but you should see what I'm looking at right now. It's just a bunch of words and I have no idea what the fuck it is. Um, Anyways, uh, he's uh, he's doing pretty well because he's getting a lot of saves or they clear the ball. Right. They 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 take a dangerous uh, situation by the team that they're playing and they turn it into corner kicks or they just kick the ball away and they uh, neutralize the uh, attack. And interesting. Interestingly, the the real Sooner Verter knew who the goalie was. uh, Moritz Wagner. Moritz, no, it's not Moritz Faulkner. It's uh, it's more. It's, well, I know that's it's what not that's what Sooner Verder said on the chat. So well, that's a lie. The real Sooner Verder. <laughs> that's that's not Verder. That's not the real Sooner Verder. We all know who the real Sooner Verder is. now. I'm sorry. That's a really bad Trump impression. Um, that's really yeah. That that sounded like I don't know what that was. Like if, if Trump got combined with the penguin from Shecky <laughs> Green. <laughs> I do the best I can. I do the best I can, though. Um, but uh, Beavis, so, like, Trump and Beavis combined. And Beavis, I need, I need TB for my bunghole. No, um, it's, <laughs> there it's we go. Mike Judge show, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so they're really good at like you know, yes, they put the offense in position, their opposing offense in position to get shots, but then they do a very good job of keeping those shots out of goal. And you combine that with, and this is a real thing I did thought was interesting too. Werder Bremen, it's because, I mean, I, I, like many of you, have probably watched a lot of games that don't involve Werder Bremen this year. And it's involving teams who suck ass, like, are so bad. Like, like this Cologne, Cologne Mainz game today, right? It ended 0 0. Usually, games involving Cologne, Mainz, Heidenheim, Darmstadt, Bochum, they're terrible to watch. And I'm like, well, those offenses are so bad. Like, we're, 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 we're pretty good on offense. We are last in the league in shots. Did you know that? 151 sure. shots. That is bottom, the absolute floor of the league. I'm uh, surprised. So that's like, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. I guess, I, I should have been more surprised. I just figured that like Cologne would have been worse than us because they are, they're terrible. Uh, Mainz is terrible on offense. It have well, why do you think when Christian read off the stats, we were both like, really, we had more shots? I and, guess and so. Shots I mean, in the box. <laughs> but, but here's the yeah. thing: we're like, we're like 11th in goals. We're last in shots. Uh, and. Um, uh, I guess that that that's probably telling. Um, anyways, I think this is going to be a tough game for Verde to win because I don't think like this whole like weird thing that we're where we just like try to keep our heads above water and hope that we lead the game like which which is what we did the last game. It's what we've done in a lot of our home wins that we've gotten. I think it's going to be a really hard um, way to go for us. Um, Gladbox. So a couple other things. Um, uh, Alessandro Playa is someone to watch out for them. He has seven goals on the yeah. season. He's he's a guy who's been there for a while, um, uh, but he was kind of inconsistently playing, right? Because there was a lot of depth on the team, but now there's not as much depth on the team. He's playing all the time. Um, he's someone to keep an eye out for. Um, Frank Honorat, who is he came from Stade Brestois, which is in the Ligue 1. And uh, he uh, leads the team with five assists, which is a pretty uh, so he, he it's the highest number on the team. And also, he's a right winger. So, Magasuner, I love the right wingers. Not a big fan of left wingers. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I actually I love had Bison. Horner Rat on my on my fantasy team this week, and he, oh, really? uh, yeah, he got me twenty one points. That's pretty crazy because they also lost, I, I should say they lost to Union this week, uh, so they're not doing yeah. great right now. So it's crazy that he got twenty one, even though he even though they lost. Um, yeah. But uh, and then another person to look out for, I, I would say, depends especially if he's in the starting lineup, would be Jordan Prefalk, who is on loan from Union Berlin. Uh, he has three goals in their last four games. So he didn't start against Union last week, which I guess is weird because he used to play for them. You'd think he would, they would put him in the starting lineup and just assume he would like, you know, be really pissed off that they loaned him out. Um, but uh, so, yeah, anyways, for my lock, um, I, I, I'm trying to branch out and try some different options. And um, what I decided on this week was um, on DraftKings, if, if, you're, if you're following me along on this journey and you didn't know like what all things you can do on DraftKings, one of the things you Brought can to do by is DraftKings. you can be a <laughs> by DraftKings. Um, they're not paying me. I'm just too lazy to find another. I should just start in. adding them on Twitter to see if we can just <laughs> pick up a sponsor. <laughs> I'm just too lazy to find it. Also, I've had to put my money onto it. I've had to upload money onto another app. Like, no, that's dumb. Anyways, DraftKings, they will let you pick three. Like, it's like a bundle of like three results, right? Like where like you get to pick is win, you know, by one to nothing, two to nothing, three to nothing. Or is Verder gonna like tie one to one, two to one, or three to three? I don't know, something like that. They let you pick bundles. Anyways, I picked this week because I think Verder is gonna have a really tough time winning. I don't think we're gonna score. I think Gladbach's gonna win. Uh, but I wasn't sure by how many. Well, if you go to DraftKings, you can bet on Gladbach to win one nothing, two nothing, or three nothing. And so basically, if Gladbach wins by that number. You get uh, you get a win. It's plus two twenty on DraftKings. So I think Werder Bremen is not going to get a sh- they're not going to get a goal. I think they're going to have a hard time. I think Gladbach is going to win. And um, whether they're going to win by one goal, two goals, or three goals, one nothing, two nothing, three nothing, I don't know. But I'm covered thanks to my great insurance from DraftKings, and uh, that's my lock of the week. Sure. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Yeah. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Of the day. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. If uh, you're looking to make enough dollars to buy a upscale cheeseburger, uh, you can get in. And that's probably, honestly, that's probably one of my favorite um, uh, favorite uh, avatars that uh, Juan's done, which is this. Oh, yeah. What do you sooner dollar bets <laughs> with the cheeseburger? <laughs> oh, God, that's brilliant. That's so freaking brilliant. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right uh i think that'll about do it because we're pushing over an hour here now uh unless there's any topics that you guys think we need oh the freaking contest i just yes. was, I, I skated on this last week and, and so we need to do it this week it's actually really important to do this week because i also have uh, just a quick reminder about that but yeah let, let me pull it up here real quick um so we have um uh I, I, you kind of already mentioned it. you killed the lead a little bit ben but uh atop the leaderboard uh, for picking, and I think he picked the, the the winner right again this time. Yes, he did. Uh, Gepi with twenty five points still Ooh. remains. Gepi, the last <laughs> the last time we did this, also the Hinruna champion. He's looking pretty good to be the Hinruna champion this time. He, he put the ball gag on him and get him moving. <laughs> he's he's like he's like Vader Bremen, like he doesn't do very well in the Rook Runda, but he's very good in the Hin Runda. Um, so he's at twenty five points. 
Dirt 13's got 24 right behind him in second place. Third place is Spyview with 20. Then we have Dr. Tim and Mark with 19 tied for fourth. Uh, in sixth place is also a tie. Arun and Ben with 18 points. Uh, Ian has 17 in eighth place. PJ or Cacophony or Tightbod Yoshi or Dadbod Kirby has 16 points at ninth place. Um, Trent and myself have 15 points. We're tied for 10th. Liam has 14 points. Christian has 12, as well as Brian. Yeah, he's he's right now. He's he's getting ready to head to uh, Love uh, Shack, Winnipeg. Yes, the Love Shack. Oh, I should get that as a I should get that as a sound clip. The Love Shack. <laughs> Dirty Mike uh, and the boys. <laughs> I actually met a guy in Cuba who was from Winnipeg and he was Get telling on. me about how much of a fucking nightmare it is downtown right now. <laughs> uh, and, and I wanted, I wanted to tell him so bad that uh, the butt of one of our jokes is that the loser no, has to stay at the Winnipeg. Yeah, seriously. I wanted, but I was like, ah, I'm not even going to bother. I can't fucking, I couldn't get a read on this guy. <laughs> he's liable to murder so Winnipeg, and he's, like, he's like you can buy property for absolutely sweet fucking nothing because all the <laughs> copper is going to get stolen out of it and you'll oh probably get stabbed on your way to the fucking house <laughs> he's like you don't stop at stoplights you just keep driving because you're going to get robbed <laughs> seriously downtown Winnipeg is a nightmare apparently <laughs> I love apparently down, downtown Winnipeg is the same like rules as like a, a snowstorm. Like don't stop at stop signs. Just keep yeah. driving slowly and then drive faster. Yeah. Canada's Detroit without the culture. <laughs> Canada's Cleveland without LeBron. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, let, let me run through this real quick also. So Matt M and Dustin, they have 10 points tied for 15th. Andre's got nine. Muhammad's got eight. Vader Wagner's got six. And then this is where I think it's really interesting. So, you know, the, the battle at the top of the table is always fun, just like in the Bundesliga. But the bottom of the table is really interesting, too. And Juan has been trying to sabotage, I think, his his uh, contest standings. But I think he's run into, like, a uh, immovable object meets a, a <laughs> impassable thing because Werder VK hasn't picked in weeks. And I don't think Vaughn's <laughs> going to be able to get below him. Uh, I don't think there's any way. I don't think there's any way that Vaughn's going to be able to get below Werder VK. Unless, unless we can, unless we can coax Werder VK to come out of his, his, his hiding and pick some winners. Um, that's the only hope. So Vaughn's uh, <laughs> got to be on the bottom. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Power bottom one. I did. I did just want to. This is important. Thing. I'll, I'll bring it up a few more times, like on the Discord and on the Twitter account and everything. But um, I had to be reminded a little bit last night, and this is a good reminder. Um, the end of the season, the end of like the, the the Hinrun or the end of the the winter portion of the contest is coming to an end. And don't forget, and this is good for just everyone, not even just with the contest. We play Gladbach on Friday. We play Leipzig on Tuesday. We do yeah. not have another weekend match. So after the Gladbach game, if you want to get another pick into the Leipzig game, you have only like two days turnaround to get that done. It's not another weekend game. So don't forget. Don't fall asleep. Unlike Werder VK. You yes. Know. <laughs> I had to be reminded. It's like, okay, we'll play Gladbach, and then the next week we'll play Leipzig. So no, Leipzig actually happens midweek. So yeah. uh, don't forget that. Don't fall asleep. It's been a great contest. There's still a lot of room. I mean, you've never – I mean, like, just like last time, you know, like 
someone as 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 innocent and and in average as me can find can somehow through some sort of mathematics find their way at the top of the table so even if you're like seventh eighth ninth tenth like keep picking because you never know what's going to happen good luck with that you fucking prick (laughs) (laughs) anyways that's uh that's all that's all i've got well, that's why I said we've only got to be mesmerized by my quotes. Right? I'm some of the shit happens out of my fucking mouth. Well, like I said, there's only there's only a few more sleeps to Christmas and only a few more games to find out how uh, Sooner is going to screw you out of winning a contest. There, Geppy. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Well, uh, I guess that should be it for. For stuff, there's again, there's lots of stuff to get to here, folks. We never have enough time to get through it all. Uh, but you know, and I think next week is going to be interesting because we'll uh, try and have our show on Sunday. But then, of course, there is the the midweek game against Leipzig, and I'm certainly not going to be coming on here to do a podcast during Christmas because uh, I I'd like to believe I have a life, um, and and I'm going to try and just push that agenda that I have one and I'm busy. Uh, and maybe we'll do something kind of uh, during the winter break or something. Yeah, if that sounds maybe. all right with you guys. But uh, but yeah, that. unless if, unless there, I wasn't asking you. If, unless, <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'll put I'll put the ball and gang back in my how, mouth and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how cute! How cute! You think your opinion matters? It's adorable. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that'll do it for us today. Thanks so much, guys. Unless, of course, there's anything else we need to get to. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, everybody. Have a good one.